I wish I could do like be one of those beatboxers where you can like make the whole. Like, what was his name? Michael Winslow? No. Was it Michael Winslow? Michael Wincott? Winslow. I think it, it was Winslow. Winslow. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's up? What's up, buddy? Hey, welcome to another episode. My beard is finally growing in. I mean, yeah. I can't. Now I can't talk shit because I can't grow a beard for anything, but you still kind of. Let me see. Yeah, it looks like it's coming in nice. Garbage. Let's give it time. I still don't. Under- two, it's only been two weeks. Since I, I still don't understand why you did that. Why did you do that? Because when you no, it's been way more than that. No, it's not. Because you did it the week that we had no, Gary Tonin. Yeah, no, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, I didn't do it that week. But two weeks ago, I just had a mustache, more or less. It was barely grown in. Um, the. Uh, I, the problem is, is I try to do it myself. I try to trim my own beard, and that's a bad move. Dude, let me do it. I got a straight razor. Okay, no. Come on. No. I can be like an old school, like no. old timey barber. But what happened was, like, is I, 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 I trimmed it, I trimmed it down, and it looked fine. And then I tried to do the, I tried to like fade in the Stop. sideburns, jacked it up. So then I was like, all right, now Don't, I gotta even it up. A fade in is to go towards hair, not. No, it's a fade. Oh. It, it fades this way. So you're going from nothing to something. Yes. So it's like you're doing what happens Still here, fade. but you're doing it here. Yeah. Okay, yeah, don't do and that. And then I screwed it up, and then I was like, oh, well, looks like I'm... If shit. I gave you 100 bucks, could you do, like, the Lemmy mutton chops? Like, the like 91 Metallica, like, mutton I chops? I totally do it, but I wouldn't. Why not? Because 100 bucks isn't... I don't care about 100 bucks. But you did that crappy mustache for free. I know, and I didn't want to. Right, but now I'm saying you could make money. Yeah, Why are you... St- for looking, like, ugly. I mean... I don't want to. It's like... It's like a beginner's fan only page. <laughs> Look, we got a job to do. What are you talking to me about? Hey, for? welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. We got a lot of fun stuff planned for you today. We got a special guest coming up. But before we do, we want to say a big thank you to all our supporters. I also want to give out a shout out to uh, Elvis. Um, he is a podcaster. Yeah, he's the number one singer of all time. Oh, that. You should give him a shout out. Well, I mean, not that Elvis, a different Elvis. It's, there's no other Elvis. Well. There is technically. Anyway, shout out to Elvis, uh, who uh, actually I met in person finally over at the uh, grand opening for Roller Fight Studio this past weekend. He took the time to come up and uh, compliment us on the podcast. And uh, so thank you very much for that. Glad that you enjoy it. Did he do so in front of Bouchesha? He did. He did. Did Bouchesha say, well, let me get on this podcast? Well, there's something else that happened. I'll tell you. It was kind of funny. Okay. But uh, he actually told this other guy who wasn't even a white belt this guy came in to do the seminar who never trained before he just wanted to come in and do the seminar so i mean your very first class is technically a bushesha class good for you so like they were working on a drill while he's like hey love the podcast i was like oh cool thanks man and he's like well he's got a podcast he's like the the kid that was like he was training with he's like yeah it's jujitsu radio he's like is it any good i'm like Bro, I'm right here. You could ask me. <laughs> and I guess I guess he got confused and he didn't get the joke. So whatever. Either way, but shout out to Elvis. Appreciate it. Big thank you to Cara de Zapato for having me at Roller Fight Studio. And everybody got to see a little bit behind the scenes clips. I'm working on the videos. Uh, all the photos uh, that I have, they have. So they're going to be coming out. I'll be posting them uh, little by little. Um, but, dude, it was an awesome gym, man. And uh, I'm hoping it looks cool. Oh, it was Looks awesome. It's like a cool place. It's really, really well done. It's really clean, like just that super white. 
like white geese. The geese are super nice. Like I'll be honest, if it didn't say like American Top Team at the bottom in the back, I would have bought one right then and there. Because so it, it is an American Top Team school. It is an American Top Team school. Um, I obviously didn't get into the uh, into the business part of it, right. but I, th- I, but I, I think it's, thought, an it's an affiliate. It's an affiliate. Roller. Roller Fight Studio. Fight Studio was its own thing. I thought I didn't. I think it's its own thing, but I think they kind of have to be like an affiliate. But uh, either way, uh, awesome gym. Uh, We are planning on setting them up to to come into the podcast to talk about it. Um, So thank you again for having it. Hope everybody enjoyed the behind the scenes clips that I was posting up there uh, this weekend. So if you didn't, make sure you're following Jiu Jitsu Radio and you're following me at Sonder Marketing and you're following this guy. At Gorilla Boy BJJ. But we also want to thank two uh, big thank you to the sponsors. Uh, Chocoloha, Giraffe Choke, and Jiu-Jitsu SoCo. If you guys want to pick up any other gear, check out the bottom of the description below. If you're watching us on YouTube, if you're listening to us to iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else, it'll be in the description of the podcast. Or you can also find it on the website, jujitsuradio.com. It's down there. It's down there. You got to keep looking. Like you need to get like your prescription glasses over. It's it's smaller print, so. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, it's down there. Right. It's down there though. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you always get uh, a little ding dong whenever you uh, whenever, whenever we pop whenever, up. Whenever whenever you call Alex. Oh, get, oh. Hey, listen, little ding dong is better than no ding dong. All right. Uh, but yeah, so you'll get to check us out uh, whenever we post something new. You'll get a notification, and just so you know. Because I'm trying to get you on there too. Every week in the month of October, I'll be live streaming a gaming session of a new horror game or scary game. So you can watch me poop my pants on uh, on live stream. As opposed to doing it. In private. Well, no, I was going to say it. As opposed to doing it on tape. Normally they're seeing this on yeah, tape. You always VHS. poop your pants. Yeah, that too. But, so I think Saturday we're going to be doing Alien Isolation. So that one's going to be first, and then we got a bunch of other games planned up. And also I'll be joining uh, my homie Mighty Pinto on his podcast or his stream, rather, to do games. So we're going to be doing a different game every week. Pinto, is he a horse or a bean? He, I guess you could call him like an albino bean. He's an yeah. old-school friend of mine. I know him all the way from, like, second year in college. Uh, uh, I just know that Pintos are both. Pinto? Pinto is a bean, but it's also a horse. He's a mighty Pinto. It's also a car. Yeah, but was, the car is named after the horse. Okay. I don't know who he's named after. I just know that's that's his name. So, anyway, make sure you are hitting the subscribe button, and we'll catch you up on there. So, today, we have a special guest after well over a year of me uh, annoying her and asking her to come on to the podcast. We finally got her. We've had a chance to uh, train with her a little bit last week. You've been training with her on and off for the past few months. Uh, World champ in all sorts of divisions, all different tournaments. All different belts. All different belts. Actually coming fresh off a win, I hope she's bringing her belt. I forgot to remind her to bring the belt, so hopefully she brings the belt. Straight from fight to win, Talita Alencar. Belt. That's because it's on your wrist. I just dingus. Hey, hey, we're live. You're live. Cheers, cheers. Salute. You can move the mic too. Don't worry. As long as it's here, you're good. So you can sit closer. You got to sit closer. Otherwise, it sounds like you're in a studio somewhere else. Oh, okay. So you say the same thing when you 
clink glasses as you do if they sneeze? Sawuji. Yes. Sawuji. Sawuji is because it's like health. Health. Like you. Same in Italian. Yeah. What do you Salute. say? In Salute. Salute. Oh, yeah. That Salute. means health. Spanish. Salute. Salute. Yeah, you but say. it means in, in Portuguese, Sawuji, when you when you sneeze. Yeah, same yeah, in like Italian. Like, yeah, yeah, no. Same in Italian. Yeah, but it means health to your health. Yeah. Health, yeah. Salute means. So we'll say salut. Yeah, salute. Salute can be like this and depend off the language. Right. But in Italian, it's the same thing. It's for cheers yeah, and cheers. it's for sneezing. But it's different. But it's a different. What does it mean, though? Does it mean health? It's just, yeah, yeah it's like to your health. They're like. Your, it's yeah, it's just like similar, the same thing, but there's some language that, that means differently, I think. I believe so. I'm, I'm you not just say kampai. Kampai. Mm, in Japanese, I think it's kampai. And in old Norse, it's skull. Skull, like skull. the beer. Yep. Or like the. I'm disappointed. Where's the belt? Ah, uh, it's in my car. Oh, do you? Oh yeah. man, we're gonna get it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see with the belt. Me, run it's and go, heavy. go run. So heavy. I cut yeah. myself. You cut yourself with the belt? Yeah, because I was grabbing. I have like some stuff there, like decoration, whatever. And I was like, "Fuck! I cut myself." <laughs> Congratulations! Yes, coming straight off the the win. Mm-hmm. When'd you when'd you fly in? You was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you came I back. I in, in Dallas. I think was like on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I fought on Friday. I got for, for like Thursday night and hang out with Missy and the guys from Fight to Win, and like with my coach and I slept eight, 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 eight. And just like slap. Yeah. Did you have to cut weight? No, I didn't have to cut away because I'm the champion of the 125 of the better weight fight me. And like my last fight, just fights must be like, a, how to say, like 130. I was fighting heavier. I was just accepting any fight. I was nothing like doing like on my way, you know? So this is I'm the champion and I keep it about. But yeah, the 125 did not lose the weight. And uh, I was losing away for Panama, but unfortunately, I'm out. Because of the knee? Yes, I believe so. Because I think eight days it won't be, you know, I don't want to go to a big uh, tournament when there's, like, good girls there. You're good, you're good. And good girls there and, like, you know, lose for a DT or just because I felt limitation, you right. know? Well, we were talking about it last week, too, when you came in to train with us. It was, like, yes. all about, like, the way it's, like, all the bigger girls everybody's trying to throw her like up like the weight classes yeah, and stuff I, I don't mind you know to fight heavier every time when i fight like around 130 when i'm this way i'm now 123 or 122 i fight well i always have good results fighting like feather or feather you know mm. and i was always there i was always on the podium but on the life feather, it just mean well for me. I'm strong. I'm fast, you know. Yeah. I feel strong and that I can't always be there, you know. So, you've had probably some of the craziest matches, but you you kind of just never really stop. It's yeah. always like it feels like there's every other weekend. I mean, obviously, everything that happened this year has kind of <laughs> stopped everybody, but you were just going one after the other after the other. And I never stopped. And even if I have like really big injuries, I was like, with a really serious injury on my shoulder, and I was like, I never had such a long injury like I had have in my life. And Mm. like 
look into the positive side on the corona. I was like, oh my gosh, you I have, have a break? the time to rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting stronger. I'm like, I'm coming back. <laughs> but what do you find the time to like to train? Just because I mean, you've you've had other situations where you had to like move and stuff. Yeah, but going back from like tournament to tournament to tournament. How do you train in between that? Because it feels like it's really like, okay, well, you get enough time to take a day or two break mm -hmm. just to recover from, like, depending on how crazy the match was, uh -huh. to then, like, okay, well, now you got to fly out to go to a different match. You know, like, it depends. Like, um, every athlete have, like, a, a six, three months or a year schedule, you know? Right. We have everything organized. Before the corona, I, have, I was busy for six months. Mm. I was... I was not supposed to be even here. I was supposed to be in Israel for three months because mm. I was making some plans to go to Brazil. It was like everything set up, a bunch of super fights, seminars, everything was canceled. I was like, boom, my world was done. I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like everyone else, right? And I was like, spent some time in New York and I believe I got the corona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's where I went. The, the, everything started. But it, my life so far is just like, going place to place and train with people, make great relationship, of course, not so good and few options in my yeah. life like everyone else. But I always figured out a way to like to do what I love, you know. It's it's really hard, you know. Yeah. I try my best. I try to coach myself. I try to organize everything one after other folks when one to other, you know, like I learned with my professors like how can I do this all this tournament in this year, and how can I focus just for one thing? I was like, I have to at least win some stuff, like everyone else do, like a, a Grand Slam or something like this, so I can settle to a big goal that was MMA, you know. Mm. And I was like, now how I'm gonna do? No, I need a team. I can't do the MMA by myself like I was doing Jiu-Jitsu, you know. And I was like. Now I need a team. I'm only going to do MMA. I'm only going to decide if I do have, like, someone to back me out. And I look back, I was like, oh, I need something. I have someone here. Or I need this box train or this, this. And now I have a team. I'm very comfortable where I am. And I'm, like, happy and fulfilled. And I'm in the best environment of my life here with Temple, like, uh, Coach Ian, like, Daniel, Jesus, you know. It's so close by the beach. It's every lifestyle that i was looking for like i was having in brazil yeah living close by the beach you know not so close in brazil because i was like i street away i yeah. walk i go surf and go train jiu-jitsu two times a day and the end of the day i go back surfing yeah yoga judo just do whatever and like close by the paradise of brazil and then i feel just like i'm in the same place right I just need to live close by the beach now. Well, I mean, you go to Deerfield Beach, you might as well All be the little time. I'm always in the beach mini Rio. Yeah. Sunburn. <laughs> yes, it's was crazy in Jiu-Jitsu. I always visit people. I always go, like, try to do my own train. I have, I ask everyone, hey, what do you think I should, like, get better? Do you see me rolling? I always ask people advice, you know? Like, there's, of course, two sides of the story. But this is the experience I get to do and how I do this. Mm. Your question. It's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know we like we talked about it like just kind of like off to the side a couple of times. And it's just it's 
it always blows me away just the fact that you can stay that active and you're always just kind of like having to move and then thinking everything that happened this year it's like you're one of the the people that yeah 90 percent of your income comes from like the tournaments yes so like what's like then what was your reaction once you started hearing like the lockdown the lockdown and everything like that my reaction was like i have to survive some way i have to do what i can mm. you know so i went to craigslist like everyone else and looking for a bunch of different jobs cleaning job babysitting i took a, like a certificate online to do like caregive generally ad and all this stuff i was doing all days mm. like Everything I could get, texting people, sending emails. I was like, you don't make an excuse if you cannot survive. Yeah. If you don't have options, yeah, you make an excuse. But if you have options, if you're healthy, you have to figure it out, you know? A lot of people have that, that problem. Like, they don't have the mentality that... That's a that's a hustler's mentality. Like, yeah, of but course. I was like, no way. I'm not going to be, like, relying on, on the sport that I love because it's knocked down, locked down. And close all the doors financially you know and i was like i cannot even cheat and everyone is afraid to get closer to each other i was like how gonna do this you know it was really hard in the first three months for everyone but yeah. then i was like i figured out you didn't you sh we, she didn't train a temple during those that time because no we were, i was we there were closed no we were closed we were yes. we were closed right yes yeah. i i think i went there when you guys started the second uh, second, second stage, stage yeah. yeah yes i remember days this we had we had already started training allegedly you know, you know what's you know what's funny is you were you were training with the person that gave me my first belt yes and gave me my last belt with me so my first belt, Charles gave me my my blue belt. That's crazy! And then, oh, and then, this is so too small. And then like Manny that. gave me my black belt. That's so. That's so it's so funny that you're training with both of them. That's so did funny. so Charles started out like another gym. Yeah, he's got All his like, own his own. He start. He's well. It's been it, for the last. I want to say the last year he's been because uh, he had up. he had the place was the ATT. What was it called? Just um, well, well, when I started with him, it was ATT Boca. Mm -hmm. Boca, and that was, it was right there, just just south of uh, Yamato, in between uh, Yamato and Spanish River. Right. Um, and then he opened up the second location in Boynton, and then I moved there. Uh, he brought Manny in there to teach. Right. And yes, then, he told me. <laughs> and then Manny opened his own place, and I followed Manny. Right. Because Charles, I love Charles. Charles is a great dude. He's so nice. And he's, yeah, he's, he's super. so fucking nice. Yeah, he's like, he's like the most polite person you'll ever meet. Yeah. Super polite. I've been learning <laughs> so many things with him because I'm spicy. I'm spicy. You know, I'm like a honey badger. But now yeah. I have a new nickname that like, my group gave to me. Jungle Princess. <laughs> Jungle Princess? <laughs> and I think that's going to be my MMA name, Jungle Princess. <laughs> You can't be Jungle Princess. You were why? Because you were born. You you're not from like Manaus. No, I'm from Maranhão. Where's that? I don't it's, know. Uh, everything's closed there. Like if you go Maranhão, it's here, closed by the beach, but it's meet the Amazon River. It's everything is green. It's part of the north. Of oh, you're north. So you got. Yeah, I'm so north. you got like Indio blood in you. I my mama is black. Yeah. And I mix. My dad is white. My dark hair is because my mom, but my mom have curly hair. Right. 
my daddy have straight ha hair and so I have straight hair. So my two brothers are fucking tall. So like you, your you, height. Like and I'm the only short. Yes, it's like Yeah, that's so definitely crazy. that's so definitely Indio blood in there. Yeah, it's like my, shorter. My both parents, my mom yeah. and my dad, they're short, but my two brothers are super tall because my grandpa, indigenous black dude, Yeah, tall. My grandma was white. So my mom it's half indigenous and my grandma it's full. So like who do you get mad at my, for the height? My grandpa, sorry, not grandma. Uh -huh. Grandpa. So you get who do you get mad at for the height? You're like you couldn't give me any of the height jeans? See, I always make a joke that people say, "Uh, oh, how tall you are?" I was like, "I'm 50.4." Oh, you know exactly. Are you really? Like, yes. Oh, I thought you were 51. I was like, "No, no, I'm short in any days. I'm sorry." <laughs> Don't expect that you I never realized that, I guess so, yeah. I never realized, like, you're five foot. I'm five you foot. Can't, you can't get any shorter because if you go shorter than 4'11", you're technically oh my a midget. Yeah, midget. <laughs> That's little people. <laughs> what? It's You just, that's derogatory, Sean. You're supposed to say little people. Munchkins. Huh? Munchkins. 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 <laughs> what's like what's like Portuguese for Oompa Loompa? Oompa Loompa? From Willy Wonka. They What'd they call him? I don't know if they have Willy Wonka. I'm pretty sure they have yeah, Willy Wonka. Oompa. Come on, Sean. Well, then it's Oompa it's Loompa. It's Brazil. Oompa Loompa is a made-up name. Yeah, but I'm saying... It was a made-up name, yes. I think we... Uh, it's like a universe everyone knows. How do you say... Okay. I'm just saying like... So, so training, training with Charles. Yeah, training with Charles. He, he's got... And because he's got a very interesting game, he he's got very very yes yeah, like different techniques. How in so? my experience, when I was in with Fabien, mm. I feel the same thing, but it's different. Like Fabien's more like an invert game, but his hooks are insane. Yeah, he comes at weird angles. Man, he's like he inverts so much, and he he reaches his hooks. Like, like he's using his hands, you know, like when you do spider guard, but he's doing spider with the legs. Yeah. He controls, you feel his toes grabbing Grab you. <laughs> it's no joke. So with Charles, it's more like he have a really adjustable jiu-jitsu. Like, you get no chance to get on the hook on him because he's already sharpening his on the hook. And his on the hook feels like knife. Every time I get a good position to get a side control or... I half guard that I'm really good in this position. Mm -hmm. I feel when he comes with the hook with, on the hook with me, and I was like, "Damn, I don't wanna get out of here. I don't wanna get hurt." So is it like I, does I he like, like turn like his hand or something to get no, the edge? It's like he just feels so tight. His yeah. vision of the jiu-jitsu is different. Like, right, right. Because he learned like uh, like I by himself jiu-jitsu how I learned surfing. Right. You know, kind of like this. He have a bunch of professors too, but. It's just different, you know, those guys together and put it like all the guys that I train with, Cobrinha, my professor, it's just like. Yeah, but even your style is different because you have like a very aggressive, very like flexible game. So it's kind of, it's almost like you have to be very, very careful trying to pass like your guard because like you'll catch people at weird angles and yes, stuff. Yes, I like to, I like, um, I adjust a lot of my jiu-jitsu because injuries and like, I always felt challenged, like, to fight girls, and when I see what they do, I was like, I just want to learn what they do, so I think I like them, and i just going to be to their game, and then I do something better from there. So they always get confused when I do what they do, you know? So I was like, I started to do that, I was like, it works, you know? Yeah. 
and then like i always adjust my jiu-jitsu my jiu-jitsu is very open mind i always talk even when i start to talk uh, to train with me i always like sit aside and like talking about the technique because i i like this way and like we always share you know like with each other learning I love to go to people's academy just to learn from them and like sit down and like, like, oh, that's amazing. We were like talking about you for like 10 minutes the other day because we were talking about like, it's not fair. Like he's too fat to have. Oh, <laughs> you're breaking my studio. Dang. Damn, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. That's pretty good. That's definitely. Give me credit. Hold on. Let me pause this here, or at least mute it so it doesn't make too much noise. That was good. Yeah, but anyway, we were we were talking about you, and we were saying that like it's not fair that you're that fat and that flexible. (laughs) And well, you know what's funny is I was training with, I was training at J on Wednesdays. I've been training with Jay Z. Uh huh. At I go to the ten thirty class over at Jay Z's. Yeah. uh Um, and. I was rolling with, I don't know if you've met him yet. He's really tall. His name's Devin. He's oh, like 6'7". Yeah, uh, he's, uh, he's a Jamaican kid? Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I was doing a train of this kid, and it was like check. One person only kick, the other check. She to she, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's a big dude, and, and he's yeah, a black. He's so nice. Yeah, he's super nice. He got, I, he, he got his black belt from Pablo, I think. Um, Pablo Popovich, Popovich, right? Popovich. And he, um, and we were training today, and he goes, and I got into my deep X kind of thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And and, and he's like, I hate how flexible you are. I go, well, look, I hate how long you are, so we're we're even. Because his legs are so long. He's 6'7". He's super big, It's like like, uh, Steve, like Big Steve or Linton. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, don't, yeah. I, 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 don't like, way, I don't like rolling with Big Steve either. Lenton, you owe me a sandwich, just so you know. I won last <laughs> week. We have, we'll go over it too, but we do a, uh, like every time there's a fight, uh-huh. we'll take bets and stuff like that. Oh, yeah? So the bet last week was uh, if uh, whoever wins has to buy lunch. So, Ooh. so speaking How of. How was the bet for my fight? Did you guys do that? Uh, no, we already knew we were going to win. Oh, so there was like, there was no uh, point. We didn't go over that. But. We'll go over and get your bet for the who's number one Ooh. this weekend. So we're gonna go over that. There, in were, there was two. a lot of Florida people on that fight to win. There was, there was. Tubby, Jazzy, Eric, Tubby, Eric, Toro. I think there was more people that I I don't know then, and yeah, I didn't yeah. see all the fights, yeah. but there was more. Yes, so, I love it. So let me ask you this too, because you like you said you get to travel so much for jujitsu when you get to train and you have that open mind but that's obviously against what everybody thinks someone should be able to do when it comes into jujitsu like you stay in one school and that's it yes i never i never not agree with this but i I, like i i respect everyone's way i believe that i have my um what's called the word guys Uh, my childhood and like who I train with, my respect is from then mm-hmm. and from wherever, everywhere I go, you know. I like to do this because it's, on the end of the day, it's business, you know, too, yeah. financially. But I got used to today's life and I got used to, to create opportunity as I travel, you know. And I was like, if I want to be successful, I have to be open mind, you know. Yeah. I have to like try to create something new for what I'm doing. I'm not just wasting my time 
besides having fun, teaching seminar, everything, I was like, I have to get something good for this, you know? So I learned this, like how to always be polite and like go to people academy, never really have problems with people when I go visit and stuff. But there's people that don't agree with like, you have to settle. And yeah. that's what I did with MMA, but I was a while like doing whatever I was doing, but uh, settled in San Diego before I come here. Yeah. That was my my place, you know. I have to sell everything to come here. I sold my car, my I gave away like furniture and sell some. And I was like, "Okay, I'm going to leave the try to leave this person dream and try to open academy and to see if I have like a seeds I plant seeds to get uh, fruits from, you know? So mm. I believe in people's dreams. So that's why I always go to academy. But it, my job became something different besides jujitsu, besides teaching. I become to understand more like uh, how to build a successful academy, mm-hmm. how to help people to like update their academy somehow. Not just with my presence there, but um, maybe like understanding what they need and maybe give some advice you know mm-hmm. based on what i went and what they can do better right maybe like more advising than financially making money with this but i got people like call calling me to like hey can you come to my academy spend a month or three months so like we can make like a big tank and everywhere i go i add people to the people academy so I believe that it was like, this is good for them. So I'm helping them. They get me a seminar and I help with something extra that could give to me like something on the future. Yeah. You know, like. That's a good way to build like relationships. I mean, you have friendships like all over the world. I mean, like we've talked about it. Like, and I want to keep traveling. There's a lot of the place that I've never been like Australia, never been to Asia. Are there people that you've wanted to like train with that you've never had a chance to train with yet? Yeah, it's like I wish, uh, I think now times are different. Like most of like um, Jiu-Jitsu by generation. Eh? Like before my generation, there was Leticia Ribeiro generation mm-hmm. competing, all those girls, Kira Gracie, you know. So now there's us, there's our generation that maybe we're gonna fight like all the girls by my age or five to six years younger than me go, gonna compete maybe for another another seven years. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in jiu-jitsu or if it's MMA, but it, then come this new generation that's like trying to beat us, you know yeah. what I mean? So I <laughs> it's just like crazy thoughts, you know? So now I imagine everything in the future. I was like, what am I going to do when I'm 38? Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to keep doing everything. I you do can still compete like, at that age. It's just you have I, to really, course. really take care of yourself of like course. to last now, for that I do. I do take care of myself. And like I, I got my black belt of almost thir- 13 years and never had a f- serious injury. Like never had yeah. a surgery, you know? never had and i feel amazing i'm gonna be 30. so give me like i'm just more curious of like your mentality like if you forget like the the coronavirus if you could train with anybody right now that you haven't trained with before like you could go out there like a month and just spend time with this person and train with them like who would be your like say like your dream person to train with definitely it's it's a possibility but he's right here it's for sure, it's Bruno Mafasin, I think. Yeah. A lot of things wouldn't be like a just thing, but 
it's always very far and you know like yeah. i can go there we can bring him but i don't know how is his career now if he's still focused in mma or he's doing jiu-jitsu i heard that he opened academy but i i don't i never been there i know it's orlando yeah he's in orlando um i don't know i can bring him down i can go there there's a thing there's a planet that i always had was first time i went to orlando was to train with me yeah but he moved anyways um there's way more people like um mma i want to train with george st pierre i always want to like have cool. a class yeah right yeah that'd be cool <laughs> like have a class with george st pierre and learn from him so i saw him sometimes at um new york has a grace because i love to visit his grace yeah that's the, a great school the most thing that i love about to go to new york besides pan ams it's like know that i'm gonna be in between like four top academy that i can just cross train all day for yeah. 20 days if i want it's crazy how many, how many no it's like are. a l it's yeah. like a l hansel grace here is on a 30 30 30 avenue no seven avenue and with the 30 yeah uh Marcelo Garcia is just four blocks from there. Yeah. That's so <laughs> and, weird. And, and you go like... You go down that L, one street. Down there, it's like a unit. Yeah. And then like, if you want to go a little further, I always go like, go run the four. I can go down to Socas and Long Island. It's literally like almost like down the you, same and, street. because you, you drive go, 20 minutes outside the city. And you got go JT. JT Torres. JT yeah. Torres, Essential. No, I that's, can go to Sha Shaolin. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Like that oh road, if gosh. you go like... If you're, let's say you leave Henzo's, you hang a left, you make a right in front of Madison Square Garden, and you go down that road, you end up like at Vitor Shaolin's, then you have Marcel, like everybody's like right down there. It's like, it's the, it's such a weird, like you could literally train the entire day and just go a handful of blocks here, a handful of blocks there, and then end the day at JT Tours, and you'd be But there's dead. really no mix there, like. No, no, there like you definitely can't it's, cross it's train. Kind of yeah. Days. Where, where? In New York. In like, New there's York, no like, real cross training. There's really not a lot of cross training. I do either. cross train. Like, I go sometimes to stay 18 days there. I get a hotel in between then and just go cross train. Yeah. Well, no, but like, you can. Everyone, yeah. But, like, a blue belt or a yeah, purple belt yeah, yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can well, do even, that. Well, even the black belts there. Like, like, like you don't see Marcelo's guys training with Enzo's guys. But no, you know the new things that I see? I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about, but I just what I saw it that um the me owls are not in unit anymore i think they, they have their own school now yes yeah. and they're trying to johnny grippo and they're just a crazy good mix i believe you know yeah. there's a lot of fruits from from this was johnny with unity as well or Gianni's, was he, uh, he used to Garcia. Yeah. yeah so i think they can build a big tank you know like where's dylan dan is training now when after he got kicked out of marcello's oh um, Cause he I got kicked know. out. His his kicked out of like Marcelo was huge. Like, yeah, that was, was like, like a big his, thing. It was, was the, he kicked it, out. Oh yeah, Marcelo made like a whole full like statement. Like he went all out. Like if you have to like if you drive Marcelo to do something like that, for sure you pissed yeah, him off. Yeah, that you did something. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I know because I'm alliance. All I know it was a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was he a did. lot of things together, and I. I don't know the real reason, but I, I saw part of the behavior, and yeah. it's a young kid, you know, I believe. So what about the switch to MMA? Oh, it's a big switch for me. It's like, um, it, 
in the beginning, like in the first sparring, I felt I have no floor. Yeah. When I can step, it's just a hole and I just keep falling, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I felt this way. I felt like a white belt. So did you, like, when you were a kid, did you get into a lot of fights? I was like a tomboy. I, I started to play with, like, Barbies and stuff like olders. I love. It's like to two be years ago, I started playing with Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> I like to to be between my brothers, play football on the street, barefoot, just with my right. underwear. I didn't have no boobs but as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that was my and like go to the beach and like with my brother always surf and always push me to do sports with him and he did try out with me. So that's a yes. You, you used to get into a lot of fights. Bro, we were going to the beach like. Uh, like end of the day like this and and my brothers face each other and like bah, 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 <laughs> jumping like each other like yeah like boom 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 me and my brothers and i was always watching them. i was like i wanna go too it's <laughs> <laughs> like i wanna fuck him up it's my turn come let's on, go tag on, me in <laughs> i was a bad kid my dad make me like football games and he always take me to football games so there was like buses that take us to go to the footballs. I have like little shirts in the team, and I was like on the middle of like. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I enjoy my life. You guys don't even know. I was always a tomboy. I always liked the excitement of competing. You know. Right. I always liked the endorphin that you create. You know. I never understand. I just got to understand when I start to fight. Yeah. Know? But in triathlon, it was very challenging too. Very. Challenging. Yeah. So, the switch to MMA, when do you think your, like, your fight's going to be? Um, like I said, I took this big decision because I always like this. And a lot of people during my career at Jiu-Jitsu saying, like, oh, my gosh, you're so, so much pressure for a little person. <laughs> so, you're so aggressive, like... It's Yoju Jitsu is insane, and I keep hearing people like telling me the same mm -hmm. thing, you know. And a lot of people say, Oh, you should do it in bay, like giving like advice. I was like, Oh, no, I don't want to get punched on my face. Yeah, yeah. And it was the same afraid that I was, I had when I was starting Jitsu. I was like, Oh, this is stinking, sweaty, guys. I don't want to do this. I put the gi, pink gi, I remember, Shiroi. <laughs> Never gonna remember, not gonna forget, pink and white. I love it. So like yeah, big change. Um, like I say, I decided because I have a big team behind me, mm. and uh, way way more people that you guys think. I have like my manager Ice Mike, <laughs> very famous guy too, mm. with a nice background and have a great relationships. And uh, been trained also with Roger Crow mm -hmm. down to Sunrise, and I've been also trained with Danielle and Jazia. So I'm mixing a lot. And my secret, um, secret weapon and weapon, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's Rummy. Really? Yes, he's the uh, like a really good fighter. Like, yeah. like different styles, moody, like fast. Don't get punched. He always back in circle, different shuffles. Like it's just insane. I've been learning so much with this guy in few privates and like. We've been sh I've been sharing jiu-jitsu with him, and, like, we all been doing a lot of training together. And so, studying my, it's, it's early like next year? Next year, for sure, I'm a true fight because I need to get a good contract and with a good company. But yeah. I'm very excited. Well, right, I mean, so you're not going to do any, you're not going to do any amateur? Um, no, I am doing amateur next year. 
next year. Yes, but not this year. But I yet. think for you, like, that would be super quick to do, like, maybe, like, a couple of, like, to get, couple I mean. three, I believe. For Florida, depends. I think it's five. Florida is five before yeah, you can go pro. Yes, yeah. they, they told me days. In between days, but you never know. No, that's what I'm saying. You get the call. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if you, if you did like one or two amateur fights, and then you would get a call from like Invicta right away. Yeah, as But I mean, when you think about it, you can go pro at any time. Brock Lesnar never had an amateur. Yeah, fight. I can yeah, go. But I can it go. depends. It depends on fighting pro, like in the state kind of thing, like or turning yeah, it depends pro. Too, but it depends yeah, a lot of, a on lot the state. Of things, yeah. yeah, but like some states, you could just go and you can. And I uh, would think. Being a for world my champion. background, it's, it's yeah, really for you, it'd be easier. Yeah. yeah, what about uh, what about combat jujitsu? Yes, this definitely for next year. You can't wait. And my main focus before MMA, like, is Hawaii, I mean, still doing grappling. It's ADCC, of course, because that's the only one that I don't have. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't have others, like, but those are not so important, like. Brazilian national second place. So I mean, <laughs> bringing up eighty. <laughs> my life. You bringing up ADCC like it's. I know that they are. They're postponing it. They postponed the North American trials yeah, because they, everything. Yes, they're promising a lot of news. You know, they yeah. they say it's just rumors, but I'm not sure. Rumors. But let's be like let's be honest. Like if you did ADCC, here's the thing. Um, they might. With the way California is going, they, nothing might be happening in California. No, no, no well, no, ADCC. I think we are the shit now. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the next ADCC. If I just come to do a pen name and pen in Orlando. here, come on, guys. Well, like the we ADCC. So and I've been saying, I've been saying that for years that Orlando is probably the best place to have. Big events because and it's cheaper. Yeah, bro, it's the cheap. gasoline the last time I went there was one seventy six. <laughs> I was like, what? yeah, like fill it up, <laughs> fill it up, fill my car up, yeah. and the next one, let's go. But ADCC was is supposed to be in Las Vegas. The next yeah, one yeah, is supposed exactly. to be in Las, yeah. Las Vegas. But well, well, I can see, see yeah. but yeah, but there, I don't know the, how their restrictions are, but I know here in Texas. It's loose. Well, yeah, we're right. open now. I went to Texas. I was like, "Ooh, clubbies yeah. and everything working. Yeah. Restaurants open and like rodeo." Nobody like, cares. Wow. Yeah, nobody cares. But I mean, we could get you doing a, a combat sure, jujitsu yeah, by the end I of the year. I expect Eddie Bravo send me my invite because he already promised I'm oh, gonna yeah? charge. Okay. <laughs> I I will call you soon, buddy. I text you. I'm down to do for sure. The hey, Eddie. Snappy. You need us for commentating for that combat jiu-jitsu match. I'm just saying. For right. sure. Just saying. For sure. Eddie. I don't know. They might not want me. Yeah. Why not? Uh, I, I I got into a little uh, kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. A little. A little. A little. A little. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, he did respond to me, and he is going to come onto the podcast. Awesome. So we're going to have that out. Yeah. So Sean. Sean is starting a little bit of drama. Which Sean? Yeah. Me. Which other other one? Who's the other one? Uh, this guy Brian. Brian. Brian Brown. Brown. Yeah. Brian Brown. He's a he's a black belt in in Tenth Planet. Uh huh. And um, I was commentating for XFN because I'm the commentator at XFN. Yes. And um, I said that I said Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu has proven not to not to be an MMA system. Uh huh. Even though. Again, that, that I, I and I didn't know this. I didn't know that it was designed for MMA. Uh -huh. I, we knew that. I did not know that. 
I, I might have known that, or I, I years ago, forgot. yeah, right. Um, yes, because come from John Jack, right? And uh, John uh, Jack, Jack and, like, uh, and Eddie, yeah, Eddie. And then Eddie yeah. started using his and and and. But there's a I, lot of things that Eddie did, and like he make it better. Like everyone does, have their own thing. How to do yeah. That was like already like very old. They just adjust and like make it better, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All what, those guys. But what I did was, as I said, that it wasn't an MMA system, because you when I mad? yes, because when I watched it in amateur MMA, because that's what I see the most of, because that's what I'm in front of the cage with. Uh huh. It normally, when it's tried in in MMA, it ends up not working well. Uh huh. And so. That's what I said, and he got angry. Said I was trashing the system, which I wasn't, because in my no, next, in, yeah, my, in my next, it my was next... just so you feel experience. Yeah, yeah no, it, it's it, yes. I knew days like I, the way I met Eddie, and he he was like a admirer with my jujitsu because I went there it was a purple belt, and well, I, especially I, with I, your I, like I flexibility. Was I went there. Yeah. <laughs> so it, he he was training with me, and I, I mounted somehow. I don't remember. I was like. Head, like, <laughs> and he's like, I can't believe that you mouth after. And he's like, Do you want to compete in my tournament? I was like, Yes, hell yes. Yeah. And he gave me a super fight, and I, I become to know a little bit more the, about the 10 planets. I was like, Like this. I was yeah. like, I never see this. It's so hard, so difficult. I got lost so many times. And then now I look, I was like, I like this too much. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, it's, and what they do is something I've taken from them. Talita saw my classes where yeah. my warm-ups are actually just basic techniques. Uh-huh. And what 10th Planet does is their warm-ups are their basic techniques, mm. but their basic, basic techniques are pretty advanced. Aren't that basic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things like for a white yeah, belt, the, it's the, like the, you're not going to get it that first class. It's the opposite of it all. It's like we go basic foundations, drills, a specific train and then how like train. Mm. That's how like you see, uh, and of course you're gonna mix and everything. But it, as a white belt begins to a black belt, that's how you build up. Yeah. There's why like, there's so many people. I don't want to go to their warm ups. Yeah. I think that's annoying <coughs> because their warm up have became so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean. You know. Yeah, those those warm ups are like the the it's like oh that's the warm up and you're already exhausted now you get the but, whole rest of the class. But Eddie started opposite. He from the hard one that's the specific train or you start from there and then you go down. So you start from the difficult to go to the easy. It kind of makes roll. sense though if you think about it because yeah. when you first start class like that's when you have like the whole focus and everything and then after that like you're just kind of losing it. Yeah. You but just I get did exhausted. Not trash the system. I no. just said it wasn't an MMA. No, system. you export your opinion, yeah. and someone gets well, got mad about it. They're gonna know? come. He's gonna come on here, and they're no, we're, they're should. gonna duke it out. Yeah, no, we'll, no, we'll have a conversation because yeah. I had a conversation with him afterwards, and and we we you know it was cool when we were done, but it was a um, it was just what I've seen, and but in my very next breath, I said it, it has proven not to be an MMA system, but my next breath, I said it's been incredible for jujitsu. It's mm-hmm. opened up yeah. a lot of people's minds as For to sure. what is possible. And create new stuff. It's just when I've seen it tried in MMA by people that aren't really black belts, you know, that yeah. aren't really, haven't she- really mastered the system, Yeah, you see what happens. And, 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 and a lot of the times, because it's such a, there's a lot of techniques are from the guard, I see people 
in Tenth Planet, go to the guard immediately, and, yeah. and that's an MMA and jujitsu. Do that all you want because mm-hmm. the worst that can happen is you get passed or whatever. Yeah, I got a advantage. You're trying right. or whatever. Yeah. In MMA, though, you're getting punched in the getting face. You're getting punched in the face. And, yeah. And that's and that was just my point was you know and and but it's because it's people who haven't mastered the system. I mean, I don't disagree with you. Speaking of drama, though, you you started a couple of. Dramas here and there, huh? <laughs> yes, a lot. <laughs> you started a lot of dramas. Like, no, do you, you have not. No, do I think it was just percep- different perceptions and, you know. It's just, well, there's facts that you know that, like, between you and whoever, that it's always, like, everyone's going to see the outside. They're not going to really know. Like, do you feel because you travel and you get to go from different gyms like that so much that a lot of people like people give you like a lot of shit for right like so like there's there times like when you like reach out to someone say hey i'm gonna be here i would love to come and train for your class like or with your school that they're like no i got a bunch of no's already really yes but i understand and i and there's politicals it's not just like a private sport anymore there's a bunch of like jeans and the, the command and like teams big teams and you know how it works you know yeah but um changing the the opposite here have quick you yeah. you asked me something about my dream to train yeah my dream is and for I, sure john donahan john Dun- yeah that'd yeah, be cool my professor. Yeah, by the way yeah. that's my dream too but in a different way i, I want i want to train with him as a coach no, yes. Well, that's his whole thing, too. Actually, he he uh, he posted something the other day or there was like an article the other day where he talks about like he doesn't just train people to perform. He wants to train people to be able to coach. Right. Yeah, so like that's, that's the whole thing. Me too. That's but have you I have do. you gone like to train in there, like to Many train times. with Donner? Many times. Have you gotten the role with Gordon? No, he, they never train with me. I train yeah. with like the guys that train with them. But they're big. I trained with Nick Rod. It yeah. was super fun. He was nice. Yeah, he's a nice dude. <laughs> he didn't want to crush me into, you know. What about with like Nicky Ryan? <laughs> uh Nick Ryan, yes, I did roll with Nick Ryan a few times and I tr- I trained with the, practically with the whole that squad. You yeah. Know? I trained with Natalia, but I didn't train with her. She's she has a blue belt. Yeah. But before so I was a strong, like very strong, like her build, everything. Like really good. Everyone's really good that do guard. Yeah. Like you, you go there, you have fun. I went up there with uh, with Durinho last year. It was like the beginning of this year, or last year. Well, it was last year. It was yeah, last year, and it was just crazy. Like I wanted to train in there too, but I had my camera. I'm like, I, I gotta pick one. I gotta pick one. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, it's so day. good. You, you you chose the better of the two because it wouldn't have you wouldn't have gotten as much out of it as you did with those pictures for sure no i mean i got a, i learned a lot That's i what learned I'm saying. a lot like, like you got yeah. i tell this to people all the time if you're hurt would like if you if you have an injury still go to class but you see like yeah, it's like drill. Yeah. or and if you can't Muscle drill, memory. watch if you watch stuff you see how certain people do things yeah and it'll open your mind is like oh for sure for sure things from the outside like i've been fortunate enough like even like working with toledo when we filmed the stuff for like polaris and like traveling up there and stuff like that like i'm in a fortunate spot where i get to see stuff that most people don't get to see like and even like with the pros and stuff like that it's why why i do what i do yeah 
like of course it took me a while to settle to settle and everything i represent alliance i, I don't have to represent a certain professor but i do because i have i have love for them and care and i train a little with them you know but i don't have to be represent the team i represent i don't i, I don't need none of this but unfortunately to live on this world of jiu-jitsu you have to represent someone i'm going to you're driving me crazy you're worse than this guy <laughs> give me that i have to i have to constantly yeah i have to constantly smack stuff out of his yeah, hand i'm like this yes i'm always playing with, i always have to have something in my hand so too. like um yes about this what we were talking about and also like what we were talking about the the drama and stuff it's just because what i do i i've been like judging a lot and yeah. the, also sometimes i believe there's a lot of miscommunication misunderstood shit but know? it's also like the outside i mean you know how it is like yes, like, i don't really care to be yeah. honest i suffer for a while like trying to understand because when you don't have people to back you out like a family or like your friends taking you back sometimes people don't take your back like example they don't they don't want to take these problems for them yeah like it's very selfish way to think because this is normal when you don't take someone's fight you're gonna be alone yeah you know so i felt like this way for a long time and i was like i have to start to understand how these things works and to be living by myself and try to be my own coach it's super hard like in jiu-jitsu so i was like i can't build where i am but if i want to travel and do this i have to feel this but i learned so many things and i meet so many people that's what drives me you know like help people go like to, to israel help some girl to win a bunch of world yeah, championship. she won all the yeah. world championship i did my job you know so let me ask you this because one of the things that pissed me off like when i first started jujitsu is yeah. i was always someone that like was all about like the team like you have to have like the team like when i played soccer in high school and stuff like that and then we're getting more into jujitsu and then i got more into like just solo sports where you're out there by yourself but i always always believed that having to have a coach but then i got like my first jujitsu school my very first tournament i was completely by myself i had to literally get someone who was a friend of a friend that would just happen to be there who had trained before to corner me because my own coach didn't show up and then in like another time where it was like i was literally sitting there training and i was looking at my coach for advice and then i watched him get up and walk away in the middle of my match so for you, from your experience, my experience with my professor, no, my like professor, he always told me, I was like, tell, but I'm going to United States competing, and I know those people. Oh, no, we're recording, we're okay. recording, but she didn't get to finish what she was saying before she started breaking the studio apart with well, her. I don't know if you remember uh, Amazonian. Yeah, so like we we're talking about like my experience going around and like not right. having a coach and like, but the first good lesson that i learned with my coach was like that i cannot rely on people he was my coach and kind of my daddy because when i moved to rio i have no mom no daddy and mm. he was the only like mentor i have so he was my mentor my whole life and was the best mentor i could ever possibly be like tough as i am now besides my mom and parents was because their daughter he always teach me how to be independent. He's like, you can't rely on coach. You're there by yourself. You know those people won't coach you. 
come on, you know you have days on you. My first World Championship, I was not even believing that I could do it. And he's like, I know you're going to win. It's your time. You're in the finals. There's no way you're going to lose. And he, this is like what he told me. He was like, damn, he believed in me more than I believe in myself. I'm, yeah. I'm going to win this. After this air, everything explodes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wait, wait, wait. So have you noticed? So you've gotten people that tell you, no, you can't come train here. Have you yes. noticed that you get that more from the Brazilian community than the American community? Like Mostly, this, yeah. And, and, now, and there's some like, not even there, like it's. The main academies, main teams, like, with all my respect, of course, uh, have a lot of politicals right now because there's a bunch of athletes that compete against their athletes and they cannot train together in days and days. And you know what I mean? And, like, sometimes there's way more in days or the beef that they have on the fight or something. Yeah. So there's so much politicals, you know, like, there's it's so silly, to be honest. Man, not even touching it. All right, all right, hold this on. This is your problem. This is this is insane now. All right, all right. one more time. Woohoo! We come back. One more time. Let's see that things don't get broken again. <laughs> um. So what did you finish asking the question you were asking? Well, yeah, I asked her if she was getting it more from oh the Brazilians than yes, Brazilians. pretty much I believe, but I don't want to be judgeful. And but uh, um, many like academies that I've been like um, like outside Canada, they were like they like would like to train with me, but then they call or text the main person from the team, and it's like, oh no, you're not allowed because this person say that you cannot. I was no. like, oh, I'm sorry, you know what I mean? I had that a lot, and I had like. But what, what about, we talk about before? But what about like? In competition-wise, the fact that now you don't have that person there and you're so used to not having that person there compared to everybody else, what is different for you that you think compared to everybody else? Because you have to have that awareness a little bit higher than everybody else because so many people depend on having a coach to tell them, oh, yeah, do this, I do that. Yeah, I saw big issues happen, friends, like people that I coach and complains, you know, like, Oh, my coach was not here for me. Oh, no, I did one because my coach was here. Like, I believe that you are in a very, like, uh, on the end of the day, kind of selfish sport because you must to know what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. You must to trust that you're going to do good. You know, just you have to get your game plan down there. And you can't rely on people. can't rely on coaches lost less last minute of focus that you can do amazing because you rely on your coach with all the respect i believe coaches that you have to have a team that supports you and everything but if you don't have what you're gonna do mm -hmm. you can rely this way you know you have to tough it up like i'm gonna just do my best you know i think i think coaching is important in the beginning White belts, blue belts. Mm -hmm. No, after I that, believe after, it's still important, you know, like. Well, well, I've, I prefer no coach because I get distracted. Yeah, as as that, there's too that, many people. As weird as that is. So, like. like if, for example, I'm in a super fight and I know there are going to be a many, many people screaming. If I know the person's voice and I, I know I feel trustful on this word. Uh, the person is like passing me some 
some energy that I'm like, oh, yes, this person there, believe me, and, like, I have a control position here. But there's time that you can hear the coach on the on the mat. Yeah. You know, it's just you there, you know. And I'm correct if I'm wrong. I believe you guys felt what I'm saying. And, yes, it happened this options to get distracted you know it does you know sometimes i'm fighting some good girl and i can't only hear her coach i cannot hear my coach mm -hmm. you know and this bothered me for a while but i'm like you know what i i don't really care and i I'm, sometimes it's like it's good to hear what he's saying because i back up what i'm doing to do other thinking yeah. and i'm like okay thank you yeah. give me advice yeah. you know what me the game plan just blatantly out there thank you and what what's what, what just happened? kidding i didn't want to mm. do this i'm doing this <laughs> <laughs> what, what i've noticed is is what i the way i try to coach my guys is i tell them okay you know settle relax you have the position hold the position it's not about doing things because here there's nothing more frustrating than somebody yelling at you sweep it's like motherfucker what do, I what know. do you think i'm trying to do <laughs> yeah you know i'm trying to sweep let me do it let, yeah let me, and, and it's like sometimes you're like at, only competitors understand look i'm in a, i'm trying like i know what i'm supposed to do here i mean that it, person there it, are situations maybe sometimes where there's a there's an opportunity for some kind of submission or something there but you're so hyped up into the moment that mm -hmm. you're not going to see right. it unless someone yells at you for sure but but, but but most of the time what we need though time how much time is left time and how, points time and points yes. yeah. you're down by two look for this sweep how i'm gonna sweep it let me do my thing okay hide this arm right there this hammer behind this one yes yeah you know oh it's like oh like maybe they noticed something that he's setting up from behind or whatever that you didn't know like they got their yeah, back watch, oh they're doing watch, like, watch the back step yeah watch the, watch the leg entry you know uh -huh. that kind of stuff makes sense yeah it, i think i believe also it's like every athlete a coach, he have to understand the necessity of his student. Yeah. You know? So what I believe is he understand how you can coach him. Not every athlete like to be coached. Like the example he said, I I get distracted if there's someone yelling at me. Mm. But if there is someone there sitting, like we are talking now, and saying like seven minutes on the clock, watch this this right hand right there, block this hand pause be calm you yeah. know change the game plan you know what i mean so like it it i think really depends it's very like a what's called the word for this comforting yes you know but um but like like you know you know my students jake jake and, and calvin yes two very different yeah. very different calvin very talent and he takes direction Perfectly. Right. Perfect. Jacob just does whatever he wants. Jacob does not like me coaching he's Jacob. He's spicy, yeah. He's more spicy. He's well, more spicy. He does, he's, what's that, Pohad? He goes yeah. Pohad, yeah. Yeah, but that's <laughs> what it's like when we spar, like when we used to spar like at Temple, I mean like, Jacob, pick up your hand, man, because you're going to get punched in the face, and he'd still go back. He still wants to do his like rocky his, stance. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, I am going to wail on your face if you don't like pick it up. he likes when you do, which is yeah. weird. Because he wants you he to like do it. You, yeah. yeah, he likes he, he so like to So the day that, like, you punch in the face and the light doesn't turn back on for a little while, yeah. like, then... But but that's who he... You know, but it's who he is. Yeah. I tell I tell everybody, you're jujitsu. He's rough, yeah. He's mm -hmm. rough. He like rough, like me. When I started to do MMA and I was, like, 
not keeping my hand up like where I supposed to be, my guard up. I was getting just a straight punch on my face and I was like, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. <laughs> I was like, I get mad in the first round, I kill that person, and I was like, try again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like our, our fight style matches. It's more than just our who we te- learn it from. It's our our own personal uh, who we are. Mm. Yeah, understanding yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your, your your mentality, your, how smart you are, how aggressive you are, your body type. There's a lot that goes into it, and 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 but there's different st- people need different things. And I know with Jake, I'm just there for kind of for moral support. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just here for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and with Calvin, Calvin, I'm there to actually. Totally different. To actually yeah. coach through the thing. But what's weird is, is Calvin, I really don't even have to say much with Calvin. because no, he because knows he's very coachable. Yeah. And, he, and, he te- and he knows the system well enough that he does what I want him to do. As as I'm I'm about to say it, he's gonna react. He's to already it. started. He's already started. He's already in that mode. Yeah, there's there's a couple of fighters that ride like that. But listen, let's do this. So yeah. I got like, some news and stuff that we can go over. Uh, it'd be fun to hear your take on it too. Okay. So we'll go on here with a couple of different things that we had uh, up here. So did you hear about Ensign Inouye? What? So you know Ensign Inouye, the fighter. Uh. So Ensign Inouye, who's like the old like. Old school. Old school fighter. That train, that train with a black belt, a white belt. You talking about this one? No. No, no, okay. no. That's different. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but okay. anyway, he was a black belt from 1999. Uh huh. Right. Nine so years old. Okay. He's like, nice. he's like, he's been a black belt. He stopped really training jujitsu. He did more MMA, and then when he got back into jujitsu, he's like, man, I can't keep up with these guys. There's so many new techniques. Uh huh. So he demoted himself to purple belt. Ah. So just he's a very all about honor and and like the samurai like spirit kind of thing. Uh-huh. Finally got back, got himself out back up to where he felt where he was a black belt. The IBJJF won't recognize him as a black belt. Oh, even. yes, I saw this one. Right. So he has like a whole statement. Let's see. I'll. I'll read it real quick. I got my black belt from John Lewis in 1999. I was never concerned about putting on my degrees, but it was brought to my attention that I need to be certified by the IBJJF in order to be able to have my school, Purebred, registered as an official team. Yeah, Purebred is very famous. Right. So he goes, so I contacted the Japanese IBJJF, and after waiting for over a year, they told me that the main office will not acknowledge it. I got my black belt in 1999, so I'm supposed to be a fifth degree. I don't understand why they won't acknowledge. It's just a bummer that I can't register purebred. Uh, I know, I know what the problem is. It's not, it's not that they're not recognizing his black belt. You have to go through the course. Yeah. That's all it is. No, but at the end of the day, he was he was a black belt before they even no, like have anything standardized. Nineteen ninety nine, yeah, yeah that, existing But that Brazil. doesn't matter. Like I can't register Temple as a school because I, I know have, you had to do the the the. You have to do the rest the, course. You got to do a background check, and you have to have CPR. Once you have that, you can Where's register the, CPR? the But Where's that's the bullshit. CPR? Um, resuscitation, like if someone has a heart attack on the on the mat. Like the chest, the chest. Oh yeah, yeah. the the saves the first yeah. first, first save. Yeah. 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 So 
that's what it is. It's not that they won't recognize his black belt. It's just you have to be a certified black I, belt through IBJJF. Right, but that's still bullshit. Like, he got his black belt. It doesn't matter. I have my black belt. Right, but, like, to for them to say, well, no, you're yeah, not a black it's belt. it's because how no, that's IBJJF. that's what they're saying. They're but saying listen, he, how IBJJF work is, like, you got to have proofs that you got your black belt. And they're not even saying that. Features, they're saying that he can't know. register his school. Let me, let me make sure... To, to get him Either like, way, we're trying to get him onto the podcast, yeah. so he's going to tell us himself. Yeah, so we understand better. Maybe we can't help him. Um, let's see. Uh, but basically, the other post that he made, he says, I would really like to say is, fuck the IBJJF, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've never entered a BJJ tournament before, so I understand their stance. I also understand that I'm this, also yeah, not welcome is, to compete. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just because how IBJS became, like, there's a thing that people don't understand that, that we try to understand, but there's a lot of things that we don't, and we cannot, like, go through these. There's years of years that they're studying to make the, the rules simple and, like, easy to make a jiu-jitsu tournament with the bunch of rules. And, of course, they scramble a lot. I did many, like, referee curse. Some that went really good. Some are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, um, how they become with the time, it, it, I believe it is with the, the prize that they don't want to, like, put in him because people don't want to follow the rules, like, how they are showing. Oh, for sure. And to yeah, so the many rules. years that yeah. you try to get better, you know, and people's not respecting and stuff like this. So I believe there's two sides on this, and I, I believe it sucks, but... There is like a, a process that he has to go through. That's, yeah, that's it. right. But let me ask you. Let's say it's the way that that I assume, okay. or the way that he made it sound. Okay. You're a black belt. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're a black belt. Mm-hmm. So you go and you say, "Hey, I'm a black belt." IBJJF says, "No, you're not. You're not a, a black belt until we say you're a black belt." Well, well. You should. So, you give me proof that you are black. Well, belt. you have. You know what he would have to do. All he's got to do is give his lineage. To, to to them to the IBJJF. Yeah. So that's like the same paperwork you fill out. He just needs the lineage, the lineage pictures when he got his black belt. When he got his blue, purple, brown, yeah. black. That's it's proof off. But I don't. Professors fill out the yeah. lineage. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Well, so well, right. or a letter from those people. Excuse me. No, wake up now. It's not that late. What time is it? Now it's oh, not it's late. Kind of late. Yeah, it's ten o'clock. All now right. It's not. Okay, so next one, and uh, we posted up today. The Florida gym owner Henry Rilagato steals three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Did you hear about this from the government, from the taxpayers? I think I heard this. He just bought something, right? Yeah. So shout out to uh, to McDojo Life because they they posted up a video. I'm gonna try and see if I can pull it up here real quick. Uh, He got famous for this. Who? This guy. Which guy? Uh, the the uh, the coach? No, well, this is McDojo Life. Yeah, no, this is McDojo Life. He, um, I reached out to him because I posted the video up today, and they they told me that they were working on it. So I sent them a lot of the videos and stuff that we're working on. So Florida Martial Arts School billed taxpayers over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for ghost kids. They were so basically. This organization, uh, what was it called? It was called. I think it's called. Children's Trust or something like that? Yeah, Children's Trust. So they uh, help to fund, like, um, programs Mm -hmm. for kids with, um, 
like underprivileged kids, kids, right? Or at risk kids, right? So basically if you had a school and you say, hey, I have all these kids that can't afford to teach, but I want to teach them, they'll go and they'll basically pay for them. Uh So these people were saying like, they had all these kids and all these employees, so the government was sitting there yes, giving them I money. Yes, I heard about this one. So, have you seen who the the master looks like? No. Are you ready for this? Yes. Because I'm gonna play this. Let me let me pull this up. Let me make sure I got this right. Uh, here we go. Let me get this going. Hold on. You joking? No, 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 no. It gets better. It gets way better. I'm so excited about this because it's so funny. Uh, let's do so crazy how people use this port for this. Yep. Let me go ahead. I'm gonna Everybody pull this up. Everybody, you can. All right. Uh, let me close this one and let's play this. All right. You ready? Yep. Oh, it's not playing. So we'll play them. <laughs> Watch. Just Wait, listen to it. Just listening to it is funny. This oh. is the, the guy that stole three three fifty. Yeah. He spent it. On can we food. can we stop and like? And look, I realize that I am an overweight gentleman. But you're fit. You don't have rolls. Okay. Yeah. yeah Let's just yeah. be like. But come on, you're flexible. You have good jujitsu. This guy, what is his? I'm sorry. By the way. If you look at it, he almost breaks his own finger. Like, if you look... because he's not using a a fist or a regular hand. No. So, like, if you look when he slaps this one, like, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to hit it. But he's obviously bullshitting his way through it. So he just smashes his fingers into it. So, like... You see, like, his hand go like this? So I'll I'll post it up on the video after. But either way, shout out to McDojo Life. Uh, Go ahead and check out the full video that they did on the article. It was freaking hilarious. Oh, Um, my gosh. I heard a lot of people that, like, um, take um, advantage of the corona, say they have that bunch of employees From 2013. The guy's been doing it from 2013. He had his own mom getting paid twice with two different names. So he was saying she was two different people and making crazy, money. Crazy, crazy. See, this is like that's why that's why I love like the McDojo life stuff because he always calls people out. But I love catching people that are just absolute bullshit artists. Like we were before you got here, I had him crying. He was laughing so hard at some of the videos that I have. So make sure you follow us on YouTube because we're gonna be putting up a bunch oh, of yeah. new content. If, if I, if, I don't know if I can do that, dude. I don't know if I can. It's watch It's gonna that happen because <laughs> I was I was almost dying. So. Cause I pa- so here's the thing, I pa- if I laugh too hard, I pass out. <laughs> yeah. So like when I found this out, my goal for the last five years has been to try and get him to laugh so hard to the point where he passes out. <laughs> so it's like I have to catch him by surprise. It can't be like here's something funny. He's gonna be like, ha like or whatever. <laughs> no, it has to be like. It has to be- <laughs> No, seriously, like it has to be something super just random out of nowhere. Catch, yeah, it has to catch me out of nowhere, and I will listen. laugh so hard, I will, I will cry. Listen, and then I'll pass out because I can't breathe. Because I have it on video. I filmed it. You go red. Oh my god. <laughs> 
he's like, like he's turning right. Oh now. my god, yeah, I'm getting cramped on my. Like, and then like just showing the video again. <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, so we're gonna well, we'll be working have to on. Show it. you before we leave. Yeah. Just so you see what I see, what made me laugh. So we're gonna be working on some extra content for you guys. So definitely. Next. So next, Mikey Musumeki, out okay. of pants. Out of pants? Why? So he says that he's working on a video with BJJ Fanatic. So he's going to do like an instructional video. So he's been working on that. Time to oh, make yes, that I money. saw he's doing with Tammy. Mm -hmm. I saw it. So because this is out of pants, so how long are you going to film? <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if it's that's really like the excuse. I don't see Mikey ever being the one to make those kinds of excuses. Well, look, Mikey's Mikey's an adult now, and he's learning that sometimes making money is more important mm -hmm. than competing. Yeah, actually, he's, if you're smart, you can make a lot of money in BJJ Fanatics. Oh yeah, I mean Gordon makes bank just off of that, and tons of people are gonna sit there. Gordon, and do it. don't don't uh, Are you gonna make uh, Are you gonna make a BJJ fanatics video? I have one. I have one, but I I'm been not smart with the whole like uh, marketing it out thing. There? Yeah, yeah, I have to put it more. I do have like how to pass uh, butterfly, how to kill butterfly hooks using sitting guard. So how come I didn't get a DVD? How come I don't have a signed uh, copy? Come Who on. Who even orders DVDs anymore? You can't, you can't, I do. you can't make it in and get a DVD for okay. sure. All right, I'll leave no, it. <laughs> DVDs are terrible because they just add clutter to your house. Get everything digital. Uh -huh, I agree with you. So, yeah, you can do you really go. think, though, that it's because of like the videos? Or, I don't think so. I don't know. I think because what? Because I mean, let's look Mikey's at it this not way. The kind of kid that would, would make if he up. wins, either way, if he wins. He no, wins a division. How much is he gonna make? He don't need to prove nothing, you know. Like yeah. he don't need to prove nothing. But how much money Honestly, would he make? a lot of athletes they're learning how to make money, and they're not going to any tournament anymore. Like the best example is Gordon, you know. He just go whatever he wants, and he tease people, he challenge people, and he really is making up to his word. And he was not a shit talker before. He was competing only ABI or this tournament. He became a shit talker because it's the only way that you get famous. And he got, and he is good. Would and you he ever, transfer. would you ever do like he did where he actually puts up the money where he said, like, I'll put a uh, hundred thousand dollars up. I mean, I'm not saying you'd throw a hundred thousand dollars up. But I wish I have this money. First. Right. <laughs> but like, let's say but like, I would do something crazy if I have a, a financial power. Of course. So I would like do something like this. A $10,000 Toledo challenge. Yeah, but I would do. I'd rather do a, like a party or something like this. But come, everyone come. Let's spend this money. That's funny. We <laughs> could do it. Um, also, we had uh, the Third Coast Grappling Kumite this past weekend. Anna oh, Carolina yes. won. She came. Was a good one. She went home with ten thousand dollars. So Ooh, congratulations to Anna going Carolina, there, girls. baby. Pay me acai. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, she won. Congrats to her. You know, whenever, yeah, it's crazy, bro. I sometimes I go there and train with them, and this week before the tournament, no, uh -huh. this week off the tournament, she went there the weekend. I went there like I think it was Thursday, so I trained with them. It was fun. Was like you know, it's so I crazy. I feel like she like she doesn't get as many opportunities to really like compete as she should. Like she should be competing more. But I mean, at her level, like for like your guys's level, like it's got to be for a good chunk of change. Here's the thing, though. I as much as I love watching her role, watching mm -hmm. um, 
whenever I see them and they don't have Bethany, I get depressed. Why? Which Bethany? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man, she's a star. This kid is a star. She is a figure. She's really good. And she's such a nice girl. So nice. She's a figure. And it's crazy. That's funny. Um, Shout out for her. She just like hurt her toe. Yeah. Get better, girl. I was messaging her uh, earlier just to see like she was going to do Pan Ams and stuff. No, she so got she, her. She busted her toe up nice. Yeah. I said, fuck a tail, just tape it. I should send her the photo of uh, Neil. Be like, this is Neil without a tail. Yeah, uh, cut it off. Who needs it? So uh, what's next for you then? Uh, I was going to do pen. I'm still expecting my knees not so bad, but I don't think you're going to heal this fast. I wish. You know what you do. PRP. Yes. You, need to, you, need to, you need to call Ian. Yes, I, I did. I already saw him today. <laughs> he, he, he's, yeah, like no, a, he's like a witch doctor. Yeah. Man, he is good. He, he, he knows. have magic hands. And for it's real. like Mr. Miyagi just comes in like. More or less, yes. And he's already figured out what is going on. My knee was like, coach, I trust you. I don't even need an MRI. <laughs> yes. Um, what we were saying, I forgot. You like, what are you going to do next? So oh, I, yeah, yeah, So yeah, after yeah. pants. I'm sorry, yes. Um, i supposed to have a. Uh, fight to win in Philadelphia against Gabby McComb, but I got hurt and I already warned set. If I'm not feeling good or strong, I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. But I told him that I got hurt. I supposed to fight the super fight at the end of the month. My main focus for ADCC for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I soon I have a um dates of the jiu-jitsu combat i might do something here in florida or i might do something in california but i we don't think california will be open so soon but you never know what they're expecting i'm always open if you guys want to invite me to a snap combat jiu-jitsu i'm down i would really like to see that I'd like to, like, see you, like, just get that angry, like, switch and start doing the slap. I already have this. That's why they call me Honey Badger. The Honey Badger don't give a shit. He take her what he wants. We'll talk to, you know what? I we'll wish talk I was to. just a little bit tall and a little bit strong. because I would <laughs> That's be- better, though. You, you can come under from under that's, and just get him. You just came up with the song. I wish it was a little bit taller. Yeah, right? you need to come out. To, there's a song <laughs> uh, called I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. Skilo. I Wish I Was a Baller. Yeah. That's a way. That's 1994. That's what you need to come out to whenever you walk out to music. What walk out to? So ADCC though, like, that's when they start throwing you against Gabby Garcia. <laughs> that's the funniest thing about this you're talking about. I train with Gabby. She's yeah. a really good girl. A very funny person. Um, we do like wrestling together and everything. It was so funny. I could never like if I reach her leg, she just like shake me off and yeah. she's like never turn your back and she tried to grab me and. She, how is she gonna grab? I'm so tiny. She's like, you're so tiny. <laughs> it was just slip right out. Yeah. But ADCC 2015 was my first ADCC. They offered me to fight in the big girls division. I was like, I was in Brazil to be like an extra, mm-hmm. a replacement. And and I was like, I cannot go to this division. It's too big for me. <laughs> yeah, do they not know how little you are? Yeah, I was very little. They didn't know. They didn't know, and they were like, just, uh, you know, try to get. But, uh, anyways, I think they fast one less girl or like have the right number. I never really fought against Gabby, and I never want to fight with her. It's just like the opposite. 
It's like I mean, even tiny than Mackenzie. Mackenzie did really good against her. Yeah. Well, she had to like try two or three times yeah. to really get like in when she did the was it the Abu Dhabi or whatever. Yes, it was like crazy fight. I I like really like this fight. Uh, yes, this fight uh, Jiu Jitsu combat, and for sure ADCC. Like I said, um, they're saying that gonna have a great news about the number of women on the division. They might put in different divisions. They not just leave it two. They put in more like the men's division. There's all this is all rumors, but can become true mm. because now um set daniels for fight twin it's working directly with mo and other people that also work with them sean from um what's the company again uh, uh, sean the guy that did that with adcc too i forgot his name sean forgive me yeah. there's other guys work with them to make this event be the biggest like always yeah, yeah, you know yeah that last ADCC was it was fun man it was yeah, fun being ADC there because Satin and um, Mo start to work together and now they work directly with Prograpply so it is big strong group making very successful things and yeah. we have a bunch of new things like who is the number one I we have to do that now too we, yes. have to, we have to let me steal that pen from you so what we're gonna do now is I have it here on the sheet of paper we're gonna make some predictions we're gonna see talita's call predictions okay, on for who's number you one just go to the next page because that's not enough that'll be enough no it's not what are you worried about what's in my notebook it's my notebook i can't write for you if you want yeah you write like a four-year-old she writes i know you're not talking buddy my writing yeah not really all right let's go here so let's start from the from the beginning here William Tackett versus Jason Rao. Uh-huh. Just pick. It's all right. You can pick. It's like, Doesn't you know, matter. we're gambling. You it's know like William Tackett. Anybody, you don't have to do anything. But no, I don't know, really know Take names. a pick then. Just pick a name. Which name do you like? William best? Tackett versus Jason Rao. You know? Oh, yes, I know them. Sorry. Tackett. Oh. Yes. Of course. <laughs> yes, the, the brothers, they're very good. So you're going with Tackett? Uh, yes, I am going with that. I'm sorry, Johnson Ray. Mm. I uh, I agree though. I definitely am going with Tackett on her in this one. I'll go, Jason. Just because to be different. Okay, that's fine. All right, Nikki Ryan against Tony Ramos. You know, I don't know Tony too much, but I be, I definitely been watching some stuff of him after Frogapi start to post about him. Mm. Nick Ryan just a protege, I believe, and uh, my bet on Nick Ryan for sure. Mm. Who you got? I was gonna. I don't know what Tony Ramos is. So he's I'm a wrestler. He's the wrestler that was calling Nikki out. Yes, I think yeah. we'll be excited, but on the ground, forget it. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's gonna end up being like uh, like uh, Gordon, Ryan. Gordon. Yeah. Yes, I believe so too. Yeah, I think so too. But I'll go. I'll go the other guy just because. I think at the just because he's surprised. No. I think at the at it's the very more, worst right? it'll be a draw. Yes. Yeah, I think at the very very worst it'll be a draw. Yeah, I think it's uh, no, oh it's the, yeah right. because, no no yeah. I don't want to go with Ramos because I just remembered he's an adult he's like yeah. twenty nine years old. Yeah, he's, he's calling out, out the kid. fifteen the sixteen yeah. year old. Yeah, because he wanted me to. That's it. Yeah, never mind. Never right, mind. So Nikki it is. I, I just remembered that. Okay, so Luisa Monteiro against uh, Natalie Ribeiro. You know, I been I fought with Natalie. I have 
bad experience with her. She's very <laughs> strong. Yeah, I'm, I'm being honest. I was not expecting it. I made a mistake. She was on my mm. back. She she choked me out with no ego. She's very surprised. I trained with Louisa earlier in the days, maybe when I was a purple belt. And the brown belt, too, she always fucked me up. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I learned a lot of leg locks from Louisa. Thank you, Louisa. <laughs> I believe that the experience of Louisa, Natalie can surprise Louisa in many positions, very strong, but uh, with all the respect, Nachi, I love you. <laughs> I, I think it's Louisa. She's going with Louisa, okay. The experience there. But you can get surprised like Elizabeth, Elizabeth got. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But based on the combined, the last, uh, the third coast grappling yeah. tournament, I go on Louisa. All right. Fair enough. What do you got? Who are you going with? Uh, I think I go with Natalie. Yeah, Natalie can surprise. Yeah, she can catch people a little bit off guard. Yes, she almost kept me on an arm bar unless her fight twin. Mm. I took her back. I, I didn't have the energy to choke her out, but see the I high was tech, close. the high tech picking he's doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Louisa, you going, Louisa? Okay. <laughs> All right, and then we got Paolo Miao against Gio Martinez. <laughs> That's a yeah, that's a weird a one. Really that's a weird one. Yeah. one. I'm not sure if they fought in the last ADCC, but I remember 2017 in Helsinki. They think I think their fight was really really good, Matt. I think. But uh, Gio hasn't really done too much. No, not too much. He he's not been like getting finished. Yeah. But he have great students, and I think have good train, and he, he can always go down to Eddie, you know, like. But I can pick Meow because Meows have very annoying game, you know. They're they're really good at like stalling, yeah, stalling it out. And yeah, it's stopping not just it. this, and now they train with Murilo. They train with the the guy that was trained Wolverine, Wolverine, no, uh, what's Eddie, Eddie, uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Cummings, Cummings yeah. yeah. So like. You know, they're, they're aware of and the leg with, locks. And he was like, Donna Heard, like, they have no ankles. No, no ankles. <laughs> they won't tap I to watch leg locks. Kids, they, since they come from the north, or, or the north, no, the jungle, like, uh, off, like, uh, Sao Paulo, something mm -hmm. like this, they're, like, from nowhere. Like, I watch these kids come in, like, yellow and orange belt from, to yeah. make money in Sao Paulo, because yeah. tournaments and stuff, they're projected for sure. Um, I believe the Paolo, but we can get surprised there too. But I believe Paolo strongly. She's going with Paolo. All right. This next one. I was going with Paolo. You're going to go with Paolo? I like, I like Gio, but I think on this one, like, I think Paolo. Paolo's not going to tap to the leg lock. That's what I'm I saying. Think, I think, I think it's going to end up being more of a draw like than anything else. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Paolo on this one. As much as I like Gio, like no disrespect, but I think it's no, that. No, Gio's really fun to watch. Cody yeah. Steele against Dante Leon. Ooh, That's going to be a good one. one. That's going to be a well, tough one. I think it would be very spicy, very spicy. scramble, like, you know, Dante Leon style. But I believe Dante been surprising a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, you know, like since Nogi Awards, his game been changing a lot. He had a tough and match with Gary. Yeah, he had very a great tough. Showing at, uh, that was the match with Gary. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ADCC, because yeah. the way uh, Gary finishing so quick at the tournament and before days he beat uh, Lucas Lepre, you know, 
Dante Leon beat Lucas Lepp, took his back, and then, like, it was, like, a surprise for everyone. And I really believed that he was going to make to the finals of DTC, but unfortunately, he was very immature for the rule set and everything. Takes a long time to win a DCC when you know, or mm. just just a prodigy, you know, like Marcelo Garcia's. But Dante Leon has surprising, and yes, his second match with Gary Tonner was crazy. Gary Tonner was trying all these techniques on him, and he could get it because Dante definitely studied him a lot. Mm. And I believe Dante's doing the same thing, he study Cody, and I believe to be, I believe it will be Dante Leon for sure. Mm. All right, Dante. Who you got? I'm going. I'm going Cody Steele because. Are you I'm right like, there? What are you like twitching lost, on me? I lost my thing that I was playing with. That's goofy. All right, um, so you're going Cody. I'm going because I like the name. Cody Steele. Hey, Cody like, Steele just sounds like a like 80s. an 80s porn star. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think Dante's gonna win that one. Yeah, I, I think I, it's gonna might, be. A... I just like the name. Yeah. All right, here's the fun one, and you got. I think I know Ooh. who you're gonna pick. Gabby Garcia against Elizabeth Clay. Now Elizabeth Clay called her out. Is that the? the yeah, that was the challenger. Yeah. Yes. Um, I. It's crazy because um, when she was fighting Louisa, I will. Um, by the way, me and Elizabeth were like sponsor for Zebra mats mm-hmm. and shout out for Zebra. Um, she surprised me very much. I, I trained with her and uh, very different. She was always like try to attack my foot. Very different uh, guard, and she been trained with a bunch of different guys, you know. And she's just a very young lady, mm-hmm. super young for what she's being accomplished. I believe that she can surprise like the Matt, the Jessica Flowers surprise with Gabby Garcia. Mm-hmm. You know, took her back and stuff. I think. Gabi can get tired and make a mistake. I know she's way bigger than Elizabeth, but um, we all know Gabi's tired and like nothing against. And like she's a big girl, she's really good, and she compliments a lot too. I believe that can be very surprised. Elizabeth well, can get tired and get smashed by Gabi, but Elizabeth can get a really good position, you yeah. know, and get Gabi to tap or, or the opposite. But it's Gabi. tough too because Elizabeth has a good guard she'll definitely she's That's gonna want to avoid getting under she gabby can get but the gogo platinum her the, her famous one yeah. but i don't think gabby would be silly enough to like just put her cut, neck in there cut on this guard she kn- she, she definitely know that elizabeth have a flexible guard and i believe that she she trained for their game you know her game so i don't know who picked to be honest but if I wanted a small person win, I would pick Elizabeth. <laughs> so you're going to pick Elizabeth. Uh, All right. Well, she said if she wants a small person. Well, yeah, if I want. Yeah, but she if I want to, like, if I want to intimidate by Gabby side, I would definitely think that Gabby could money. smash. If you wanted to make money. If you wanted to make money. If I said to you 20 I bucks. I, I make no money on this bet right oh, there. Oh, all right. So That's she's the only out. one. She, she's pleading the fifth on this one. Yeah. Who you got? I'll go against whoever you got i'm going gabby i'll go elizabeth i don't think that i don't care about winning i just like to be counterculture i know yeah you're (laughs) he is just i love you contrarian craig jones against roberto jimenez oh that's a really good one did you hear did you hear uh craig's quote he's like i'm probably the most popular or most popular 
unsuccessful grappler ever <laughs> or on uh, what's the word he said on uh, uh, accomplished he's like I'm the most popular unaccomplished uh, grappler man he got my respect when he finished Leandro and Muril Bas Murilo mm. Santana on this ADCC one after other yeah. matches like this 10 minutes match you know like can't be longer those guys I was like watching them being exhausted and Craig Jones went there. Doom, doom. Yeah. He was just, just doing like snapping this, it. this leg, then like triangle, and then like what you the know, took on? someone's back. I was like, I can't believe it. So he was a very big surprise for 2017 uh, in my jujitsu view. I believe Craig's very experienced. You know, very good at what he does. But very he lost the last style. two. He lost the last two. Yeah, he lost ADCC. Well, no, he lost the last two matches at the Submission Underground. Craig oh. lost. Uh, what was the guy's name? I don't uh, remember, but I, it, the first one was kind of like a weird one. He like so he he made like a noise, and the ref called it out because he the guy took his back. And he was like, Ugh. let me see, I'll he, tell you right now. He, he was like, he was trying to get out, and he made a noise, uh -huh. which and is like a verbal tap. The ref said it was a verbal tap, but it wasn't like an ah. It was so. just like a. a, a like I a, know, like I said, you got kind of noise that you can be interpreted wrong. Yeah. All so right. It, a it was a it was a frustration. And then he lost a, again. Yeah, the guy got his back. And then they had the rematch. And who is this guy? I'm looking it up right now because I totally forget. Okay, the, uh, so the I keep going. I believe he's very talented. His best year was definitely 2017, 2018. Um, this year, he's been doing a lot of, like me, going around, seminar, like last year, and I even got in contact with him to talk to him, like how he was doing. He's like, I had a hundred seminars this year. Oh, this isn't even updated. They have like EBI 11 on here. Let me 100? see. hundred? Like hundred. That was 2018. He's like, That's a lot because there's only 50, there's only 52 Fowler. weeks a year. Yeah. Mike Fowler? Mike Fowler? Yeah. Oh, I need to watch this match. Anyways, I think he can be very surprised, but there we go. Roberto Jimenez. I personally train with Roberto. He's amazing. I never trained with uh, Craig Jones. I've been there to the same tatami, but the big guys train big mm -hmm. guys. You know what I mean? Small person problems. Yeah. Um, I train with Jimeni, a very nice kid. I think he can very surprise like Dante Leon. They're like very young and they keep learning so much things and. I don't know. He can really like surprise us. Can go, can go either one of those. You know, believe that the submission skills of heels and stuff. They both are long. I think Red Jones get a big chance of submission there. Yeah. And Roberto Jimenez, you can always wait for a scramble. But you guys remember the last match of the Jimenez that he lost was for Lucas. I think Lucas Barbosa's uh, mm -hmm. armbar him or mm -hmm. something. So, like, you never know. That's the basic submission that we first learn in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I'm definitely going to, like, I don't watch a lot of jiu-jitsu, like, tournaments. tournaments. Me too. I'm I, gonna, I've been out a yeah. lot. I'm going to watch this one, though. Yeah, no, this is a this really, really good card. This one's got a really good, got a lot of really good it's stuff It's all on. 15 minutes besides Gordon Ryan. 50 minutes sub only. So, all right, I need a decision. I, that's another one that I don't know how to pick. If I would choose for the experience definitely craig jones but 
upcoming surprising Roberto Jimenez, so I don't know. There's one I, I leave it to you guys. You know we're not actually putting money down. Like, you can just say a name. You'll be all right. I know. I just don't want to pick because I don't know. I'm going to be You like, just don't want to be wrong. Yeah. You don't want to be wrong is what the thing is. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll call you as a – that's a forfeit on that one too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that one partner. It's like, don't, don't say that. We yeah. got – I'm going to say, fuck Craig Jones. So you're going to go with Craig? No. Okay. I'm going to go with... Roberto. 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 I'm going with... But, and, and that's not... A, those watching that aren't aware, that's not a dig at Craig Jones. That's really the... That's he lost the bet, and that's hashtag fuck Hashtag fuck Craig Jones. I'm going to go with Craig. I think Craig is going to... to be able to write out the, the scrambles a little bit better. So I think I'm going to go with Craig. All right. Big one, last one of the night. Gordon Ryan against Mateos. Denise, who you got? The famous shit talker the whole... He didn't talk, but he didn't talk shit about this one. He wasn't no. really talking shit yes, on this Yes, I think um, John Donahue game is very similar to Marcelo, okay? Because I've been learning a lot from him, and the butterfly hooks are the same. But the difference about John Donahue and Marcelo, Marcelo won't share his deeper secret of his mm-hmm. technique. He shared a bunch in most of his students. John Donahue just have a like, different mind. Um, we definitely know sh- that Gordon has control, uh, even the bigger guys like Bushesha and others, because we watched mm-hmm. him the last ADCC, how he play around. Never see he against... Um, did he fight Cyborg? I don't know. I never seen yeah. him. Oh, yeah, 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 he beat Cyborg. There was right? the one where Cyborg got, like, really upset, like, got, like, frustrated. And yeah, kinda, they like, fought. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, I believe that Gordon has the body type and now the strength. And he's building up to beat Mateus for sure. But Mateus it has a really, like, explosive game. I don't mm-hmm. know if Gordon will be able to hold Mateus' knees. So I believe my my points can be in in Gordon, but Mateus can surprise us. You know? I think it, yeah, I think it's a it's a little bit closer than like most of his other matches. That's why he's probably like kept his mouth shut on it more. Like I think he knows it. Like and not to yeah, mention that he no like joke. yeah, Mateus Diniz is no joke. Yeah, I think he's, he's gonna got go tons of respect all, like for him. all wild. You yeah. know, he's definitely gotta like mind his. His P's and Q's on that one. So who you pick? You have to pick. You can't skip this Gordon one. Gordon Ryan. You're going Gordon? All right. Sorry, Mateos. I believe you're really good, but I'm just going to have to do my bet. <laughs> who you got? Uh, I can't, you can't bet against Gordon Ryan. I'm going with the king on this one, you man. You cannot bet against him. You really I, can't. No. He, it's he, he, until, he, until a weakness shows up in his game, I saw a bunch already, but I'm um, mm. not talking about it, not talking shit. But mm. the one that I see he have a hard time it was definitely uh, the guy for Soul Fighters, uh, João. Mm-hmm. João. There's well, you know who gave him a hard time? Mikey. Mikey. Musumashi? Mm. Couldn't pass his guard. Not in a tournament. In there was like training, a training. Yeah, he went there to train with me, yes. So. Mike is extraordinarily strong. Like, I never felt such a thing. Not even competing against his sister. I didn't feel no strength. It's just pure technique, you know? And and Tammy's strong. Tammy's super strong, but especially Mikey, for... Mikey, again, it's because Mikey's been doing it for so long. His body has grown 
for jujitsu. For jujitsu, his body is a a yeah. machine for jujitsu. Yeah. All right. So we have all our bets, all our plays. So, so we're not gonna talk about the black belt that got beat by the white belt. I want to know the story better. Well, which one? Like there's like a, there's a, a recent story that a white this? belt. Well, I was gonna ask you what you thought about the 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 guy that was like the gym storming, where it turned out there was actually a fight is in uh, in Texas, where the bodybuilder guy came into the gym and they fought. Did you see that one? It's old, right? It's an old video, but it just got like popular like two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, but there's this this story that a white belt beat a black belt. Show me, show me this. I think on the academy. Up Something like that I don't normally bass. miss. I don't but here's the thing. Depending on what it is, is it a white belt that doesn't train Or was it a like lot a wrestler? Gi? Or is it a guy that trains a lot and then put on a gi? BJJ white belt defeats the black belt. This Naga, one? Germany. Yeah. 2015. Alright, let me let me do this. So I'll put it up so everybody can see it too. Uh, let me do it the right way. Philippe uh, told me this one. I don't think I can do it. Yeah, the screen messed up. Can you uh, do me a favor? What? Shut off the TV shutter and back on it. Like, the screen savered out. So, this is in Germany 2015. Alright, so let's see what this is all about. Just turn it there. There we go. All right, I'm gonna throw this up on the screen behind you. <laughs> Got <them and> right. <laughs> yeah, that's the video from Gordon Ryan. Uh, let me pop this up full screen, and then I'm gonna throw it up here for the world to see. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, do this one. Here we go. All right, we'll pop it up there so everybody can see it. Feet uh, black belt. I'm gonna. Even though this is super unprofessional, I don't care because this is last minute. And we're going to put it here. Come on, make it fit the screen, buddy. All right, whatever. 2015 Naga. Naga doesn't come down to Florida that much anymore. They used to no, come down screw a it. lot. I'll just add it later. All right, here we go. Is this the one you were talking about? I think so. Yeah. It's a white belt. I think I want to say I've seen this video before. Gracie <laughs> So I'm assuming either this kid is sandbagging, or, or like I said, he could be a nogi, a nogi like guy. Right, he's a nogi guy. That's signed up, but it's it's Naga, so I'd believe it for sure. And he said, "Oh, I'll put on a gi. What's yeah. your rank? Well, I don't have a rank. Well, then your white belt." Yeah. Cause this no, there's a. I think there's another story we're gonna have to save for another day because Felix told me, and he told me like a nickname. Uh. I don't I don't remember the nickname that he told me, but it, it's like look, it's a famous story that a white belt beat a black belt, a famous black belt. I mean, I, I know that there's a couple of stories like that where stuff like that happens. I mean, usually, though, it's the like the Taekwondo black belt jumps in to do like a, a tournament 
and ends up not working out <laughs> the way that he wanted to. But so we'll 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 do some research on it and then we'll talk about it next time. Then we'll throw for it out sure. there because this is fun. Talita, thank you very much for doing this Welcome. and it was coming my in, pleasure. breaking my studio into pieces. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I love your studio, by the way. Thanks. It's amazing, guys. Appreciate it. I think we're gonna do a paint it. I'm gonna give it a paint job because <laughs> this color. So the one we got the studio, the like this was everything set up. So it's like screw it. Let's start throwing stuff yeah, up onto the wall. Nice. I like. Sean it. doesn't like it. No. Sean is very anti-cluttery, so like I had stuff on the desk too, and he would literally pick it up and throw and it. Throw so. it. Yeah. Put a shoe. It was a shoe deck. signed by Henry Hooft, so Who that was cares? it was a personal <laughs> gift to me. It was a personal gift to me, but uh, whatever. But um, for anybody that wants to follow Talita, it's at Talita Island Car BJJ on Instagram, Facebook. Facebook, and I have my page as well, and I have Twitter. So what's your Twitter? Just uh, Ana Tata. It's like Ana Talita Lincoln. It's just the same. Okay. Talita so we'll Lincoln. have it. We'll have it all in the description for the YouTube and on the on the podcast description and throw everything up there. So thank you very much for doing this. Uh, and remember to looking for on your YouTube the podcast and follow my YouTube channel. Are you gonna do your own podcast? Yeah, uh, not my own podcast, but on my YouTube channel. All right, cool. And then uh, go buy the DVD. Make sure yes. you guys buy Talita's DVD. Make sure you guys get my DVD and BJJ Fanatics, How to Pass Butterfly Hooks Open Guard from the Seat Guard. There you go. There you have it. So thank you very much, and we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>